Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Hi, friends. Hello. Hello. You are my friend and everybody that cannot say hello. I wish somebody were listening and they were like, hello. <laughs> I would do it. I would too. I, yeah. Let's, can we, can we like, make a, um, a voice? How will we do that? What am I saying? We need to make a voice that will say hello to us. <laughs> it's like Becca saw people for the first time this week. It's crying their brain. Human interaction. What is that? It's crazy. It was so good, but so weird, but so good. Like it was, it was quite surreal to be honest. Like waking up the following day, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that was that actually happened." I actually went to the office and saw real life human beings in person. Like it was bizarre, but really good. It's one of those things now. Obviously, I've seen a lot of memes and a lot of reels about like kind of getting back to the office and people dealing with that. And I think we a lot of us have forgotten like this social etiquette. I mean, I haven't had this problem for almost eight years now. We're being really flexible even when we went and met like once a week, usually we would meet in London. So, you know, it was still quite relaxed, but I remember the old days where I was in an office and there's an etiquette that I think we've forgotten about a bit. I don't know, obviously you have more, ex- more recent experience than I do, but that's how I feel about it. That's what I've seen a lot of people saying as well. 
it was definitely yeah I, I it's just it's just weird as well suddenly being around other people like even when we were kind of like getting on with our stuff like individually it's just like I could I could just turn and and talk like if I want to you know like or one of the guys was like does anyone want a cup of tea and I was like it's been so long since I've I've had that offered you know like in a communal environment like what is this what's going on it's so it is strange it's definitely strange I think it's a good strange because it's nice and it feels like ah everything's like getting back to normal but it is just such a difference to when we've been working from home solidly like because we've had to like not had the choice to do otherwise for such a long time it's like what my brain can't handle this what's going on <laughs> I love the Britishness as well of the example that came up was like the guy actually offering a tea and it's just like oh and everybody who's not British and is listening they're gonna be like these guys really love their tea it's not just a stereotype it's just but it is is that kind of little break breakout kind of vibe where everybody can then just like take a breather and take a rest and Actually, in my book, I talk so much about these kind of little things that actually we take for granted, but making that tea or going and getting a tea with somebody, that five minute walk into the break room, whatever there might be in the kitchen, just really just helps you breaking down and working from home. We haven't had it for such a long, long time. Well, you guys, just out of curiosity, because I think it's part of the conversation that a lot of people are having. What would be your arrangement? Will you go into the office once a week or twice a week or people are going to decide kind of what works best for them? Because I think now this is a big conversation for a lot of companies, a lot of marketers that maybe work in agencies or with other people as well. I think it's going to be a mix. I think for the for the next little while, it'll only be like once a week. So we can actually, yeah, basically be reunited and get used to things like even the commute you know like it's like we've all done it before but seeing what the vibe is now and stuff and like what time of day and then once everyone's feeling more comfortable like then maybe up it to like two or three times a week but I think we're all being quite considerate of like we we want to feel like if we're going in that there's a purpose to going in so whether that's like meetings that will really help if we're face to face or some kind of like the celebration so like we've got a new person coming on board so we want to obviously all meet them and make them feel welcome and stuff so that's like a nice opportunity to meet whereas and kind of well I guess dedicate time if there is a day where you're like okay I really need to get my head down and just do some like proper work you know <laughs> proper deep focus work and there's no pressure to go in just so you're just so you're in you know it's like if in that situation stay home it's absolutely fine so I think it's going to be a transition period for sure but I think just being sensible about it you know it's like if there's a reason to go in and you're happy to go and go in if there's not then don't feel like you should just so you you know gone it's no point what's the point <laughs> I love that and actually I think that's going to be a big part of the there's been quite a lot of post post-covid post-pandemic conversations in general is actually something that I saw from this week's kind of news, which is a really interesting report from Pinterest about post-pandemic habits. And there's like five avatars. Maybe we'll talk about it later on, but it's kind of really fascinating. So I think whether it's just from an office perspective or like a work perspective or even just consumers' habits, everything has changed so much recently. It's kind of nice to see how that has panned out. And the fact that like, again, even like the platforms are actually now guiding us towards what they see, the, the habits Aha, from people that are actually consuming them as well. So I think that's going to be really, really interesting. Now, this week, 
it's kind of funny like I thought oh a lot of things have happened and then I missed a few and then I was doing an article and somebody said no actually you might want to write an article about this and I found four other things <laughs> that just happened and they're happening and you know like oh this is just launch like ash ash I want to start with one just because it was so funny from the reactions from people I want to hear your opinion because it's on Twitter and I know that you're a Twitter gal and it's something relatively simple but I just love the amount of shade that the Twitter world has given Twitter. So it said, please stop posting screenshots of tweets on Instagram stories. You can now share tweets directly on iOS. And apparently the world of Twitter couldn't give a damn about that. And I was like, no, I should prefer screenshots because X, Y, and Z. Oh no, what does, do we really need this? Et cetera, et cetera. Or why are you pushing people off Twitter to go to Instagram? I just loved it because it just it was a couple of days ago and it's got such a month of shade and it's a small thing. But I wanted to hear your opinion because obviously we see so many people now using tweets, I do as well to be honest, as an actual like static feed post. And obviously they're trying to kind of do the best next thing to actually direct people to Twitter a bit more effectively. But yeah, I just found it really funny the amount of shades they got from doing this little update. And I want to hear your opinion on the update and maybe also some of the criticism that it got. I love this update. And I saw Twitter themselves, I think, said like at the end of their announcement tweet, like from management. And I was like, I like this. I like this. They're going into it expecting, like almost welcoming the shade, I feel like. And I love some of the replies were just gold. Like, who is management? Like, right? And like start little things. Like, I think they even didn't start the sentence with a capital letter. And then people were like throwing shade at them for that. Like, oh, start your... God, there was one really good one. It was like what kind of management starts a sentence without using capital letter? And then they were like, you know, really on it with their replies, which I appreciated a lot. I was like, this is this is funny. Why can't you announce all things like this? You know, this is, I'm on board. What, I don't even care now. I'm just like, yep, this is funny to read. But I do think it's kind of interesting. I don't think it's like the most high priority update to be honest, like, oh, okay, now you can you can share your tweet directly without having to screenshot it. But I understand maybe there is a bit of movement in like how their social media platforms are playing ball with each other. Like I'm like, okay, this is a good sign because it means that, you know, they're not I feel like in the past it was it was definitely like a battle and it was almost like we refuse to acknowledge that there is any other social media platform, you know, it's just us and us alone. So I think that's positive. Whether people will use it. I, I can't see that happening, to be honest. I mean, maybe if you're new to the platform and you discover it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's how I do that. I'll do it. But otherwise, I don't think there's really a, a huge need or a huge benefit. Like, even if it if you link it properly, how many people would click? I don't know. I don't think that there's going to be a big enough impact for people to immediately want to switch and this be like high up in their list of things to do. And like you say, so often, screenshots become a piece of content in themselves on Instagram and people, you know, you, you can make it look really nice actually. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's good. And I think the way they announced it was good. I don't think it's the, the most important thing ever for creators or brands alike, to be honest. It's like, it's nice that, that that's possible now, I guess. <laughs> I actually was quite selfish about it. And I was like, I would actually enjoy it just because if people do that, especially in the stories, then I can see the original tweet. And then it's easy for me to find it when I want to create a graphic of it. So that is literally my selfish 
uh, that was my selfish take on it. I was like, it's such a nightmare because especially for alt marketing school, which is obviously the podcast you're listening to as well. We are trying to kind of like use some of these as well because there's some really interesting one from the marketing perspective. And some of them are a bit old. So you see them somewhere and sometimes I see the dates and I'm like, oh my God, how can I scroll for two hours to find this thing? Because obviously you see just the, the screenshot from the people. So I would say that will be my selfish take on it almost. I was just going to say, you reminded me on a similar note, I created, I know that you're now obsessed with Notion as well. And I have an idea for you. So, and anyone listening actually. So I try to once a week post a Twitter thread and I was like, oh, this is what, this is great. But what if I want to refer back to one and how do I remember what I've actually written about? So I created a Notion page because of course I did because that's my whole life. And now I just, every time I've done one of these threads, copy the, the starter tweet into a page and then they're all there sorted by like category and everything. And it's super easy. So if I want to refer back to them in a blog post or another Twitter thread, just go to Notion. So I thought you might enjoy that and people listening might enjoy that too. What you're trying to say is that basically we have turned into like, like, like Notion, like, Craze, you know that this means that I will have to have a conversation after the podcast with you whether it's worthwhile having a beginner's workshop on Notion for all marketing school as well. Yes, I'm going down that road. It's terrible. Every time we talk, like we're obviously launching the crowdfund soon and everything else. <laughs> I keep having ideas of like, this will be amazing. Well, what if we could do that? And Becca, you can see internally, she's like, stop. <laughs> stop with these ideas but then she actually looks excited so bless her I always put you on the spot with that I I know I'm like oh my god how how are we gonna do this but also that's like the best idea like can we do it like we will find a way we will find a way absolutely love that so if we were to say what about some of the news that come up for you again there's loads of little bits and bobs obviously we can jump on but is there anything for you that really jumped out this week that you thought "Mm, this is a good one to cover this is something that caught my attention I noticed that Instagram are rolling out a new I think it is a test where they're seeing how content uh, performs when it's recommended to you so you're not already following the creator And this, what caught my eye particularly was the fact that it can appear above the posts from feeds, um, from creators that you are following. And I thought, oh, okay, I can see this rocking the boat a bit for people on the platform because in the past we've had so much people not enjoying the fact that the feed itself isn't chronological. There's been so much talk about how the algorithm works. And even though we've had a bit more clarity over that recently, and I feel like that's kind of quietened down a bit, I thought, oh, this is going to upset people. Like you can just tell, you know, and I see it on both on both sides. On the one hand, one of the things I was reading was that they're taking a leaf out of TikTok's book. So it's kind of less about who you're actually following and more about the most engaging content, you know, and as a, as a consumer, why would you not want to see the most engaging content as you're scrolling through your feed? You know, and it's like, of course, yeah, it makes sense. Um, maybe you would end up liking that creator and following them. So it's a way of those people kind of increasing their reach and probably getting more engagement as well. So that's good. But then it's like, okay, how, what, what is the distribution going to be like here? And, and what's going to happen to the people you are already following. I know, I think it's quite common. I definitely find this like sometimes I'll follow someone and then we'll forget about them for like six months or so. And I'm like, 
am I still following them? I go and check and it's like, yes, I am. But I just never get like any of their content coming up on my feed. So then I have to go and like frantically like everything to tell the algorithm, like push this person. Like I followed them for a reason, you know? So I think in that instance, considering that's a bit of a problem anyway, is this going to make it even harder to stay um, on track with people you are following? Because, you know, people only scroll so much. So if this is taking up valuable space above and in between that, that content, plus ads, that, then you add ads into the mix. It's like, there's not going to be much, most of the scrolling time is going to be seeing other things, you know? But yeah, so I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's, it's going to get mixed opinions from people. But yeah, I think they're taking a leaf out of TikTok's book for sure in terms of how they're pushing stuff, which is meh. Could you, is this another version of, or another um, occasion where they're just copying another platform? Possibly, possibly, <laughs> possibly. My question actually that I was thinking as you were saying as well, because I obviously saw that too and I'm glad because that's kind of what I've, what I've been leading a lot of the conversations, including in the newsletter. One of the things that I was wondering about related to this, it just kind of came into my mind was, but what about the explore feed? You know, it's just like a basic thing. It's just like, okay, this is actually trying almost to encourage people to find new people uh, whilst the explore feed obviously is still there. And I don't know, I think it shows that, and this is obviously me speculating. Wait, what is my conspiracy hat on? There, there we go. Okay, it's on conspiracy hat fam's conspiracy hat says i'm wondering whether again we know that reels are good for discoverability because obviously when you look at reels in the reels tab that's the tiktok style right i don't know if you've seen that as well but now they have following as well at the top maybe they're testing it but i have it like you can actually look at the people that you're following in their reels yeah and you've seen that or you can just look at the usual one which will be anyone and everyone so I'm wondering, like, obviously, this is reels really are focused still, like a bit, um, let's say, for TikTok on discoverability. So I'm wondering whether they realize that actually the explore feed is just not cutting it when it comes to especially feed posts, because let's be honest. So I'm kind of wondering whether this is a test in order to see whether they're going to take out one of the 70 million thousand different tabs and maybe even say goodbye to the explore feed or may mainly make it about the research and the search or maybe even just kind of change it all together because otherwise it's literally a repetition. And I feel like what, what's the point in that? If the explore feed worked well, then you wouldn't necessarily have to have yet another way to actually push more content onto the feed. So that will be my, my kind of question back to you and my reflection on it. I think... I, I also want to put my conspiracy hat on, to be honest, because <laughs> I think you're onto something. I think the explore page, mine is definitely a bit weird, to be honest. So I never really use it. And if I do ever go on the tab, what's yours like? It's a mess right now. Like I looked at a couple of people and I'm like, now I got some really weird stuff from like, kind of like, like child, not what's it called? The, like children's sensations of the 90s, like, I don't know, bloody Miley Cyrus or whatever, because I went into a bit of a memory a memory lane for some of these things. I want to like look at Buffy people. So yeah. now I've got some really weird celebrity stuff going on. And I'm like, mm. why? I just look at it once. <laughs> it's not what I interact with all the time. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it. the explore page does pick up on things that you've only looked at once or twice. And then that's it. Your, your explore page is ruined, basically. And it's like, 
if you if you looked at who I'm actually following and stuff I'm not just looking at but the creators I'm liking or commenting on then this could be a really nice space but it just never is and sometimes I see stuff on there as well which I find really like I'm quite selective with who I follow on Instagram because I want the experience to be enjoyable and sometimes with the app in the past I've definitely found it one of the ones where there's a fine line between oh that was a good scroll or like uh I need to have a sort through my followers because I've come off feeling you know basically worse about myself the explore page I notice pushes all of that kind of content <laughs> it makes me feel rubbish and I'm like I don't want to look at this like this is not this is not my cup of tea another tea reference but like um I yeah maybe maybe they would get rid of it I don't know because it does seem yeah silly to have it both pushing stuff you don't already follow in the feed in yeah in the feed and on the explore tab I kind of if they got rid of it I wouldn't miss it you know I'd be like great one less thing to worry about you know (laughs) that's how I felt about it that's why I'm kind of wondering whether that is the reason for the testing is just to kind of simplify a few things and also another thing from Instagram very quickly is that because I saw the the prompted me a few times is actually better spotlight on the shop which Instagram thank you for spotlighting things but then you didn't properly set up our Instagram shop on creative impact so if you could fix that then I will be happy to use the new little shop integrations like the reels and stuff because I've been prompted actually you can now feature your shop some products and I'm like yeah but anyway this is me ranting on Instagram hoping that they're listening to this and be like okay fab we'll get back to you on that but yeah I've seen that actually they got I know I'm like, ah. but I've seen they've got a few more integrations and like a few different buttons. And again, in the reels now, you can feature some products. So they actually are kind of like tightening up that connection. So I am seeing that is almost like, I find that, for example, we talked about this quite a few times. We always have a clear proposition for things like TikTok, even LinkedIn, I would argue. They try to do some stuff and then it obviously doesn't work. So they, they try to keep the proposition simple. Even Pinterest, I'm going to gauge it because... You know, there's the e-commerce stuff is a lot of it. There's the pushing and traction and, and traffic. But I feel Instagram, because it's got so much right now, as we said a few times, actually, they're still trying to find their feet almost and figure out what they want us to focus on. And I'm kind of wondering whether these little things are actually an example of that and like almost like a prediction of what's going to happen. Yeah, I think I. funny you mentioned that, actually. So I saw they've also released collectibles as well, or they're rolling that out, which are like NFTs. So I'm still, I'm trying to learn more about them, but don't quite get, get it yet. But the first thing I thought was, this is another thing. This is another thing. Why are you adding it in? Like, mm, what's the purpose? What Like, I don't think they're making, I think some things are clear, like reels, I would say, okay, this is clear, like what the purpose is and what you want creators to do with that thing. But when you have other things like this, yeah, new collectibles, it's like, I don't think enough people know about NFTs to really understand the sort of comparison. And also, again, it's like diver- diverted, uh, can't speak, um, dividing the attention, you know, and it's like, where, what, okay, how should I incorporate this into my strategy? Should I start planning for that or not? Is it actually going to be worth it? And I I do feel like Instagram are, I think this year they've been better, but it still just feels a bit like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And even like five minutes ago, when you mentioned like 
you know, one of the many tabs in the app. It's like, yeah, there's not, it's, you can get lost in the app if you wanted to, you know, and go down a rabbit hole and never come out because there's just so many places you could look at and not all of them are going to actually be worth your while. Whereas, you know, if I compare it to my favorite platform, TikTok, hi, it's just, it's so much more streamlined. It's like, you've got the for you tab or your following tab and then uh, the discover tab, which is not weird. <laughs> you know, it's like, here are the biggest trends. That's all you need to know. Done. It's like, cool, cool. I'll just, I'll pick one of the three, scroll. That's it. Instagram, it's like, what am I doing? What's going on? <laughs> one more thing on Instagram. I just want to say super quick, just because I think it's interesting uh, for people that haven't noticed it yet. I think it's almost released to everyone. I was actually trying to sneak in and look at my desktop, but I haven't been able to see it. But I'm sure it's probably there, just hidden. You can now post from your desktop and I can't figure out how to do it myself right now. I just can't see it, but I'm sure it's there somewhere for you to do. It's just probably like a mind bog to how actually how to do it. But no, I know that now it's been has been released as well. Do you have you looked at it for yourself? Do you know how to do it? Or you just kind of saw the news as well? I just saw the news as well. I know that, what was the other thing I was looking for the other day? I think my account is a bit behind because something I have on one account was there and then not for the other, I was in that situation. So I, I literally was like, cool, I'll wait. Like I know it's gonna take a while to, for me to find out how to use this and actually it work properly. But I think it is good because like they say, I forget the statistic, but I'm sure what the article I read, they said how many people are accessing it through desktop. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, why? There's a lot more than what you think then. Sorry to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think especially an example, actually, recently I was working with a client um, who they've had an Instagram account, but not been proactively using it. And they were like, okay, we've, we've decided now is the time. I was like, great, great, great. And they were basically confused. I'm like, why do I need to post through my phone like I want to do it through like the computer you know like what what and I was like well you can and then you have to talk about creator studio and then it gets really messy and it's like yeah I feel like this should be simpler you know so I'm quite glad that they're making it a thing yeah I think a lot of people as you said though I even realized like let's be honest a bit like when we talked about Twitter it's not as much of an eco chamber but a lot of people that are active on Instagram are actually the ones that create a lot like there's some passive people but for the creator side of it, it's just a lot easier. And I always recommend anyone, whether it's individuals or companies, if they can, to try and engage on desktop because it really allows you to be a bit more focused. And that's just obviously what I do as a preference, especially when you're posting around, you know, no posting ghost and all that vibe. So I really like the idea of being able to do it also from desktop because it helps you being less scattered about it and a bit more efficient. Um, I actually noticed, by the way, sorry, I actually saw where it is and I don't have it yet. It's going to be at the top on the desktop when you have like discover or like your notification, you're going to have a little plus button. Then when you click on it, I think for now, it's just going to be normal feed stuff, which is not bad, especially if you have a last minute reminder of like a great post that you wanted to share. So as you said, I think is also for, for the people that are just like, why do I have to do it only on desktop? Why can I not just do it that way? So that's going to be really interesting too. I want to finish off if that's okay. Just rounding up a couple of bits from that Pinterest report that I mentioned, because I think it's super interesting. I'm looking at it right now again. It says inward, onward, what your audience needs from your post-pandemic. I would say read the whole thing because it's excellent. I might even do like a bonus episode or something. I need to figure things out. 
but I think is really interesting. And just to give you an idea, actually, you can read it all, but I want to read through the five, which is so interesting, the five different personas that is suggesting they're going to come, they came out of, um, of the pandemic. And also why it works so well with all oh, marketing school and what we're trying to do. Because these are the kind of the personas that really come through from the Pinterest sort of community. And they're all people that I really like <laughs> from the sound of it, at least. We got, so it's five, the routine ritualist, the prioritized parent, which I love, the new nomad, the eco-evangelist, and the emerging entrepreneur. And I really, really love all of these. And obviously it gives you actually insights or ways to act on each insight, you know, with like some data, but also like a couple of content ideas and what would work really well for these people. But, you know, from people that talk about their van life, which you can see a lot of, to like eco-evangelists is something that I really resonate with. And even again, the entrepreneurs, I found it really, really interesting. So the whole report has got a lot more data, but these are the five avatars, I guess, or types of people that apparently have came out have come out from the pandemic and they're now actually quite being quite active on the platform. I love that. I, I really want to sit down and A, read the whole report, but also figure out which one of the personas I am. I feel like I'm about three of them right now. So I'm like, yeah, I want to know, uh, can they, can they, this is not important. Can they add like a quiz so you can find out which one you are? <laughs> oh my God, I love quizzes. They should definitely do that. We're going to let them know. Pinterest, if you're listening, just like Instagram, I know that you just have point of call for all marketing school. Yes, guys. Then, you know, make sure <laughs> that you come back to us and, you know, we can talk about quiz. We can do a, like a joint quiz. That would be so much fun. But no, it's a really interesting read. So I would recommend, you know, if you, if you get the newsletter, which I hope you do by now, then check it out because it's really, really interesting with all the different insights. But yeah, there, there was quite a few more bits, but I think these were the things that really caught my eye this, this week anyway. These were some of the cool things happening. Again, the social media world never sleeps anyway. So you can be reassured that we'll always be here to share with you as well. Now, if you have any more questions or if you want to share with us some of your favorite news, obviously you can go to altmarketingschool.com. If not, you can also find us on social, Alt Marketing School or Altmark School, if you're on Twitter. And if you have anything for either of us, I'm Fab Giovanetti on social. Becca, where can we find out more about you? I'm at Becca Social across all of the platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Old Marketing School. Until next time.